You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. On this episode, we speak with Russian player... Evgeny Donskoy. He talks to us about Andrei Rublev, what a great guy he is on and off the court. We also speak to him about no qualification for the US Open and, obviously, his epic match where he beat Roger Federer. Hey. Hey, Evgeny. Hey, how are you? I'm good, good, and you? Yeah, yeah, really good, thanks. Uh, thanks so much for like agreeing to come on the podcast, uh, really appreciate it. No, it's great, nice, uh, thanks for inviting me. It's a pleasure, I mean, what uh, what have you been up to in, have you been like quite strict lockdown over in Russia for quarantine, or? It is, yeah, it was actually very difficult times, and uh um i actually had a baby at that time it, oh wow and, uh, oh, yeah, well, yeah congratulations so it, thank you yes yes thanks guys and it was yeah it was pretty fun to have time with my family and but at the same time yeah you couldn't practice a lot you couldn't do i was just running on the stairs in my building where i where i live you know actually anyway i stayed for three weeks at home didn't do anything not even five weeks because we arrived from indian wells and I was thinking, okay, I might have this um, chance to have this virus, you know. And uh, and they say well, you, you need you need to stay home for around two weeks. Yeah. And then yeah, and then I was just uh, I was just there at home for five weeks. And at that time, it wasn't easy to make a test because at that time, I don't think they had tests in normal clinics, only for the people who actually had some symptoms, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so I was staying in five weeks at home. Then I started to run. A little bit making some fitness and then uh, after i guess two months i started to play tennis hidingly <laughs> in some <laughs> private places you know but a little bit by bit you know but now it's easy also it was very difficult with the passes you needed you needed a pass even to go out to the supermarket like wow. you, you need yeah you need to how do you say you need to to go to the website and saying like okay for of april i'm going out to the supermarket and they give you like two hours if they 
of course, it's like more officially, nobody going to meet you there and saying, okay, where's your pass? It happened to somebody, but very few people. So it was a little bit difficult, but now it's easy. Now everything is open. I mean, not, not restaurants now, not cinemas, but it's good now. Now it's good. All good now. Wow, it sounds like the lockdown was a little bit more uh, intense than it was here. I don't think it's we, we haven't... Organized. We didn't have anything yeah. like that. So I think our <laughs> government at the moment is a bit of a mess. So that, we don't know really? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I know, yeah. yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't fun, for sure. But anyway, the big news, you're now a father. Yeah. Yes. Second time, there. actually. Second oh. time father. Well, that's yeah, amazing. So, so you actually not not a new thing for me sorry so you so you must be like if you're not getting the chance to work out you're probably lifting like keeping your uh, arm Correct. strength going Correct. lifting baby one guy one guy is 15 almost 15 kilos another guy is now <laughs> five kilos so it's you know unbalanced <laughs> you got some uh, good reps then you can just go down a set each for time sure. You <laughs> for sure yeah it was, yeah it, it is fun actually Are two boys? because yeah there's two boys yeah it's two boys even my fitness coach he he was he was controlling some other players like in distance you know like what did you do and all these days we didn't meet but the first five weeks is weeks is already said that i didn't do anything but then uh, he started to tell me okay and today you have this work and then you can rest and then but he know that i have kids and he said okay everyone have rest and evgeny have this work with his two kids (laughs) it's not a kind of rest so yeah but yeah but it's it's okay they're they're good they're fun that's great to hear yeah well it's like i think it's been i've heard a lot of people i've had a few friends or family members also had children as well during this quarantine time but yeah yes do do you see do you see like another positive side to it like a few of my friends obviously they would only get two weeks off of work to see their newborn child. Now they've got months to go and spend with their newborn child, which is, must be Correct. great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And because that's, that's what I said is like, because I had this new guy now and uh, the another one, the older one also. So you can have time to, you have, you can spend time with them and it's, it's a lot of fun and it's, it's nice because you will not, you will never have that much time in your career. Unless you finish your career. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't wait to see him on the court. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get him on the court soon. It's, the moment they're yeah, walking I mean, a racket in the hand. Yeah, we, we're playing with a racket in our small apartment, killing everything. The mother is saying, come on, guys. We're at the end of the quarantine on pandemic. We will not have anything fragile in our house. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, how, how, how are you feeling within yourself? You look very well, I must admit. How's, how's your fitness and everything? Are you ready to be playing tennis again now? Or? Easy, easy, easy. easy yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I mean, um, actually, it was usually like a tennis player, they have this like already, let's say, two weeks, three weeks off in uh, off season. And then you just uh, like, you don't do anything. No fitness, no tennis. Then you come on court and you're doing tennis and fitness together. And then you're not good on court. Like, I'm, especially me. I was, I'm always feeling very bad. Like I need one week to, to, to start to play tennis normal again. Yeah. But in this case, I was off for five weeks, which I was... I was thinking that, okay, I would be very terrible on court. So then I started this fitness and I did this fitness for more than two weeks. And then I came on court because I was ready physically. I was ready. And then on court, I was 
and I was okay from the first day. Really, I was all right on from the first day. Maybe not to play points, but we was doing everything. We was doing drills. We was doing like running two and one from one corner to another corner. I was all right, and then of course each day I was I, I was getting better and better. But now I feel, I think physically I feel better than the when we was playing because you know you oh, had a lot of time to prepare. Yeah, like three have, weeks. Have you, how many? Three yeah. months is already. Have you had any? We spoke to a lot of other players that they said this has been a good time to let an injury, an old injury they've been playing with for a while to heal up for a bit. Have you had any of those type of things? No, 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 no. no. Okay, it was, it was pretty easy. Actually. That's good. <laughs> he just really yeah. form of his life. He can't wait to get back on the court. Oh, I nice. am. No, honestly, honestly, you feel this. I don't know how how other players are, but of course, you never had that much time at home with your family, which is so great, and you feel yeah. so nice about that. But it's like you you not get used to stay at one place for four, three, or four months in a row. So if you just stay, if you just tell me like, okay, you can fly for one week somewhere and then come back, I would say, yeah, it's great. Maybe even with the family, it's not mean of the being together or not. It's just like the way of life, you know, to travel somewhere together with the family is fine, but I'm just saying. Yeah, that sort, of, that sort of takes me on to uh, another subject. Uh, I've seen the some of your countrymen are playing right now at the moment. Obviously, the Andre Rublev is playing in this Adria, is it Adria Tour in? Adria right? Tour, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's doing like fantastically well. I've seen he's been beating everybody. Uh, Rublev. Yeah, but, actually, I, I just saw one match. He was playing against Chilich yesterday. Yes. I don't know how he how he did last like the matches before and after. Yeah. But I'm just telling you about Andre. Andre is the kind of person that if you tell if you tell him what do you rather like what do you want or air or tennis, he will say tennis. If this guy is like. <laughs> yeah. You can see he that as well. Agree. We've seen a few of his training drills and we, he was just hitting forehands repetitively, like non-stop. He seems to have like a Correct. very good work Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. And I mean, he, I think you know, I mean, last year or two years ago, he was injured with his back and he missed uh, Wimbledon and Roland Garros. And, uh, and then, uh, and I was talking to him, like we are almost talking to him like every second, third day in a week. So, and I, and I said, how are you? And he said, man, I just cannot do anything. I want to play tennis. So everyone was telling him, man, just go to the concert. He was living in Barcelona as he lives now. So yeah. it's a lot of things to do. And I, and I said, okay, go to like the concert, fly somewhere for five days with your girlfriend, whatever, to the family. Coaches were saying to him, he was restricted to come. You know, like he cannot come to the academy at all yeah. because he cannot play wow. tennis. Otherwise, he have to, it will be like the rehab will be longer. So yeah. he was hiding from some people and going to the wall to play tennis. And it's, it's things, this guy is crazy. So, but he's the nicest guy on tour. And, uh, and I'm pretty sure I actually saw his, he posted a picture that he's flying to Croatia. And I said, okay, so you're happy now? He said, man, I'm going to play a match. It's so good, man. Finally. That's uh, good. He's, he's nice, yeah. That's uh, everyone, good. I think. Character. Everyone wants yeah. to Yeah, it's yeah, great no. to hear that side as well because he's the one person that we don't really get to like no. hear. You don't get to hear him speak that often, so it's nice to hear what he's like a bit off the court as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can tell you. This guy is really... I mean, I know that we're friends and it's maybe not 
not I'm not the right person to ask because you know I will never say bad about my friend, but I'm yeah. just saying it true. And uh, really, this guy is the most kind guy, and he's so open or out off the court. He's just he can do everything for you if you if you like if you're friends. And this guy is like yeah, he crazy about tennis. I think he can he can do. I mean. He can play forever. He's, he's gonna he's be this guy. I can't see him ever sure. retiring. He's gonna be playing for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you tell him, okay, man, we give you one billion dollar, but you have to quit tennis, he said no. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this guy, this is kind of a guy. Yeah. So is he trying to? No, I'm glad you said it because we're massive fans of him, and we know yeah. he started the year in 2020 in ridiculous form as well. He won a few tournaments. Uh, I think it was Doha as well. Yeah. Doha, the lead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, brilliant player. It just, it just, it's amazing when someone sort of matches their their skill and that their, their like natural ability alongside their passion for the game as well. And them two yeah. things together can make can literally propel you for, like, forever. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was so happy because, I mean, I will. I don't want to say that I'm that good, but like September before some Petersburg Open, which was after US Open, September, I think. There they asked me like, "What do you think about our new generation? What do you think about Andrei Rublev?" And I said at that time that uh, I think Andrei Rublev will show us very soon something something crazy in results. Yeah. And he won Kremlin Cup, then he won uh, some other matches, some good results, and then he won Federer, then he won another two ATPs. I know Federer. It was yeah, actually, they, I think they asked it even before you saw, but something like that when he was a little bit down and. Uh, and I was like, I was waiting for his because I was 100% sure if you would tell me like, can you bet like as much money as you, I mean, all your money that he will play good and he will win another few ATPs. I was there. Easy. Yeah. Easy. This guy is, he's crazy about this sport and he has so much talent. He worked harder than, I mean, you cannot say harder than everyone, but he's working not less than everyone. So he yeah. will be, he will be, and he will be more and more. And is he, has he tried to convince you to come out to any of the tournaments with him? Like in no, Croatia? I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. But from Russia now, it's not that easy. I think Karen okay. is going to... We are started to practice with him now, like when we started to, to be possible to practice. So, and he's coming there to 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 some, some tournament. It's like four weeks. I don't know. It's Croatia, okay. Bosnia, Serbia. Yeah. Some, some of the weekends, I think he wanted... Djokovic invited him as well, so I think he will come. Amazing. So, yeah, yeah but it's not easy to travel now. You know. Quite interesting that those players as well, though, are obviously like your Russian uh, teammates, but that you have a 100% win record over Rublev and Kachanov in your career. Yeah, in the most you Maybe not behind closed doors. Yeah. We don't have to tell us about that. I actually lost to Rublev in one challenger a long time ago. Okay. Actually, in two challengers. Then I beat him once, then I beat him another time. And then, yeah, I beat him this last time. I beat him in Toronto, in Main and that's why you can they not count the qualities. And I lost in, uh, okay. not th- this year, the year before in Sydney qualities first round. Okay. And it was a terrible match from both of us. And uh, we, were, we arrived, both, we arrived both, he, from, he arrived from Doha, I arrived from Pune, this ATP in India, like the day before. And we pra- played the next day, time of difference, crazy. I mean, it was a terrible match from both, both of us, but. He beat me pretty easy, actually, like six one, six four, something like that. And with Karen, yeah, with Karen, and I never lost to him. But 
I mean, I honestly think for me it's easier to play against Kran, but I think I never played against Kran when he's on top on his peak okay. form, you know? What do you think? So, is, uh, obviously, they're two completely contrasting games. Like you've got like Rublev, who's the shorter guy, who's like just all around the court, and then Karen Power and height. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that something I noticed in a lot of your games when you were playing, the harder that they hit it, you hit it harder back <laughs> twice as fast. <laughs> so uh, maybe that doesn't work so well for him. Yeah, because he do, he just does pretty much the same thing that I like to do on court, but just much better. That's that's why it's always tougher for me to play against him. Yeah, and it's completely different players, Karen and uh, Andre. And uh, this guy, Karen, is supposed to serve very, very good and it's not easy to return. But now, actually, from the Madrid, I was surprised. We was in Madrid in Davis Cup in November. And I was surprised how Rublev improved his serve. I, I don't know, maybe because of really? some something yeah i don't know like his surf it was like 221 222 but it was a little bit altitude so yeah. the, the time the ball was going a little bit faster so i mean karen was never served like 220 but he was serving well but he actually was playing unbelievable in madrid yeah you're too humble though man you're up there as well <laughs> you're a legend in our eyes as well for sure no 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 i understand my place so it's okay <laughs> you've, you've been on the well you've been on the tour for a lot longer and you've probably well, you've gained, gained some amazing victories, which I'm sure I, we may as well get on to like the great, great victory, which uh, I was just watching it earlier again today when you beat Roger Federer, which mm. what an incredible thing to have Thanks. played him once, Thank beat you. him once, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and uh, this time, yeah. I mean, obviously he wasn't playing good, so... Ah, come <laughs> on, come on. <laughs> come on I mean, there is no player that can beat Roger Federer if he was playing good. Maybe two people in this world, you know, like Rafael Novak. Then if he played good, then there's no chance. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was nice, of course, and it's a great memory for me, but yeah, it's, it's, it's in the past already. So. I saw on that match that the floodlights went off after the first set, after he won the first set. And then he had to take a little bit of time just to uh, wait around for them to fix the lights before it uh, came. Away, yeah, yeah this is it, a... it was fun because <laughs> because you know I mean my friend was with me there. You know Mikhail Yuzhny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. He he was there with me because he had uh, some some health issues and he left like two days before, even one day before, to Moscow from Dubai. And then uh, happened. It was. Um, Four all and yeah, and the first point of the game, my serve, and I was on the side of this light. So the lights off. They said, "Okay, let's give us five minutes. We're gonna try to fix it, and then we will see." And then uh, I I went to I went to Misha and I said, "Okay, what do you think? I supposed to because I was I saw the ball good. It was like you know, it still was okay to see the ball. And I asked, "Do you think I have to continue?" He said, "No way. I mean." Just do it then because Roger maybe will start to play worse, you know, use yeah. this a little bit. And then I come to the net, they come to us and say, guys, look, we need time to fix it, but you might continue. And it was already late because it was night session. And Roger says, yeah, I'm fine with that. Do you okay to continue? And then I'm looking at Roger and I s- it's not easy to say no, you know, when the Roger say, yes, I want to play, continue. And I say, and then one guy who is nobody saying, no, I don't want to play because I want to wait. And I say, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay to play. Of course, if you're good, I'm good also. So, yeah. And then we continue. Actually, it was a tough game. Tough two. First two points. And then, yeah, I survived. 
and then yeah, come well, on. The rest is look, history. Look at the second. The wins. Look at the second set though. <laughs> you saved three match points against Roger Federer and then took the second set. This is like yeah, not many people can say that. <laughs> so, and then obviously went on another tie break in the third and then put Roger Federer away and then this great celebration I think you threw your racket about 100 metres yeah, <laughs> yeah and because it was 5-1 down on tie break third set yeah exactly one up, and then it, happened, yeah, it becomes 6-5 up for me and I re- yeah he serves very well I return easy on, not easy like just to the court somewhere short and high and he missed it like this. And I was thinking, actually, it was very, very close. It was out, but it was very close. I thought he would take a challenge, you know, Hawkeye. And then we will see in everything. But he didn't even try. because I mean, it was out, but still, you could try. You know, when it's the last point, you just yeah. take a challenge. He probably just... Yeah. But, yeah. Go on, Jared. So, no, as, no. The years have, as the years have gone, how have you mentally been able to sort of adjust to these difficult situations? Like you're 5-1 down in the final tiebreak against Roger Federer. Do you think, do you play each shot differently as then or do you take it every shot individually and just think, I'm going to just do what yeah, I'm practicing? I would say for me, always tougher to start the match mentally. Let's say because I, when I came on court with Roger, you know, it's, yeah, I mean... <laughs> In Dubai, they love him, and it's full stadium, fully packed. And then they say, like, we start to warm up, and he said, left side of the chair. Uh, there is uh, Evgeny Donsky. He won, like, six matches in his life. He's nobody, blah, 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 everyone club. And then, uh, I mean, they say, like, some challengers. He won some challengers, which I'll call it. And then they say, on the right side of the chair, and that's it. And the people start to scream, and the, like the, spectator, the, the, the guy who was saying that on the microphone, he couldn't continue. And like 18 Grand Slam champion, like 100 tournaments <laughs> win, and then you're like, oh and my And then five God. minutes and later, just, they're still going. Just really, really, really <laughs> it's, true. It's, it, it, it's true. He's taking short off, everyone's screaming, like you cannot hear anything. Wow. So, and then, then to start for me, these matches were against these guys, like that you respect that much, and actually, the like, good, good players it's not easy because you think okay i need to be on like uh, on in shape and from the beginning i need to be in the match like one all two all and then it's okay but if you lose these first games like your serve and i remember that i lost his serve and i survived in mine so one all then i think it was two all and i remember that i start to feel like easier Actually, as easier like mentally. Yeah. Actually, I lost the break next game. I lost my serve next game, but it wasn't happened because of mentally or something. And then it's become for me easier to play, much easier to play. So in this case, so answering your question about this tie break, I wasn't feeling any anything. I was just trying to, I was just trying to hit. I mean, uh, playing every point, just trying to survive in every point, like uh, doing my best. Like to going for forehand, making some winners with a forehand. So I had my plan in my in my head, and that's actually it. So the, you will never. I was never. I was pissed when I was losing a point, but I was never pissed that I'm I'm down five one. So yeah, yeah, I don't didn't didn't think differently at all. No, that's a good way to look at it for sure. And um, mm-hmm. you're just talking about the the, the challenges as well, because we're massive advocates for the challenges on this channel, and like it's something we, we love. Like, we love yeah. tennis, like the the challenger tour we think it's special we think the quality of tennis is exceptional 
there's so many yeah. good players on that tour as well. Now it's more you know, and more, yeah. More and more as well. It always seems to always be growing. There seems to be always another, another new player coming through and just watch him play. Think, yeah. wow, how, where's this guy been? And yeah, it's like, um, <laughs> and, I'm, and we're always thinking, like, what can we do to sort of, or what can, well, not what we can do, what can be done to sort of promote the challenges more, to get more people, more eyes on the challenges, more money there, to get more people watching. And like an idea we come up with is maybe like pushing them on to later on in the day get more people that way and stuff like that. Do you have any ideas or any thoughts on this? Yeah, it's, but I'm t- I can say that there is some challenges that many, many people coming to watch. Like, let's yeah. say I was in challenges in China, which was a big tournament and we was playing at the same stadiums where it was ATP, like Chengdu, Zhenzhen. Okay. And, uh, and it was a lot of, uh, actually, there was no people in the final. I'm playing final. There is zero people. Nobody comes to watch. They are inviting some kids from the schools or university students. So, but there is like challenger. I remember I played Braunschweig. It's in Germany. Yeah. Oh my God! There is every day somebody. There is a concerts every day during the week of the tournament. There is it's so many people. So, I would say that it just depends on the on the place where is the tournament, if the people love this tournament, if they're not. And, uh, but I'm telling you that many, many people are trying to get challengers tour, challenger tour better and better and promote it much more. So even to put some more money in the ATP is trying, actually it's a big issue. I think now they're trying, always trying to increase this prize money in, um, yeah. in grand slams for the top players top 100 players but they're never trying to increase money in challengers so yeah, that's exactly what the people that, yeah. are saying yeah yeah, yeah that's what the we've people... had so many times on the channel we just feel like the money seems to be so very uh stuck at the top and if you're not playing at the grand slams it's difficult to sort of push it down sometimes. yeah yeah i mean and, and i and i heard from somebody they even had an idea to make less points on challengers and then an atp more points let's say they had an idea i don't say it's gonna yeah. go through i'm just saying that it might happen and it's even worse for challengers, I would say. So, I mean, my yeah, I mean, uh, what can we do- can be done? It's, I mean, if Kurt Schreiber is playing some challenger in Germany, of course, some people are coming, and he's playing yeah. challengers now because yeah. his ranking dropped. So, some Australian or um, that's why players coming because of the good players. And uh, but to put some more money there, I, I, I'm not a businessman. I don't know anything in this but <laughs> but i'm just saying that it's i think i remember i started to play tennis in like at 22 i was top 100 so let's say at 20 i started to play a lot of challengers main draw being seated and i remember always first rounds you had some pretty pretty much always you had some easy draw from the first rounds when there's some like for like so far away challengers somewhere in china you play first match uh, first match against the guy who is 500 the cutoffs was like 700 but now any challenger you come and there is uh, so many players you always yeah. fight for the even first round second round doesn't matter Definitely. if you see it or you're not see it and it's so tough and i feel it by myself because i haven't experienced before and i had experience now and it's completely different so so much more how you say players good players on challengers now yeah, so yeah. the levels so, yes, people don't so know I. these players names that's the thing like you've got Cole Schleiber there is obviously is a, is a good example he's someone people would know a lot more because he's played at more the ATP sort of level and sure, because yeah. of that however there's a lot of players who are just as good as him now 
coming through. People don't have a clue. Like, you could walk past them in the street and people wouldn't know who they were. Well, for sure. And they need so this many. extra promotion and pushing now to sort of bring their game and lift it to the next level and give, be given the opportunities. That's what we feel. I'm sure Ben... Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it, 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 exactly it, the same. Yeah, it would be it would be great, honestly, and because it's it's huge, huge difference between guys who stop. I mean, let's say even top hundred. I'm not saying the guy who's staying hundred in the world line ninety nine, he's making a lot of money. It all depends on expenses. Yeah. But the guy who is two eighty is not making almost anything. Just yeah. surviving because he's not yeah. getting in in Grand, grand Slam qualities, exactly. yeah. which they improve money, which increase money now, So, which is great even in qualities. I remember in qualities, I remember played in Wimbledon, I got like one, no, 2,000 pounds, lost first round qualities. Now it's almost 8,000 or something like that. Wow. That's yeah. a good increase and it's good yeah. money for the people like that. But still, if you're not getting in, in these qualities of Grand Slams, you're not making anything. Yeah, I mean, about the money and the, how much money you make, which ranking you have to be to make a lot of money, it's it's a different story. I mean, if you ask, yeah. I, I can say my opinion, but it's just just saying that for the challengers, you, I would say like this, if you play challenges, you will never be make, you will never make money, good money. Yeah, that's so tough. Just the money, oh. just, just the money that you survive going to another challenger and making something. Just but, yeah. again. That sort of ties in nicely from what I was, uh, you just sort of reminded me. Obviously, we've just got the US Open and all these announcements at the moment. They've just, they, they announced they weren't going to do any qualifying at all. So there's a lot of players that are missing out on qualifying money it now. It was, you cannot imagine how, how, how you say, I mean, all the players were saying, I mean, except some of, some of the names were saying that it's a terrible idea to make tournament with points at this time. At the time where is no challengers, yeah. so let's say I mean let's imagine you're staying 125, I'm 100, 510, I'm getting in on main draw, you're not getting in on main draw. I'm making points and you staying in, in yeah, pandemic in country, yeah. you cannot play tournaments, you cannot play points. It's like no way you can make points. Yeah. But then they then they said, but guys, I mean because they said in the beginning like that, and then they started to say that they announced the calendar that at 14 of at the same time, at the same week where when the start ATP and or whatever, which ATP tournament will be first, then the challenger will be the same week. So that's why uh, that's why pretty pretty fair right now. But again, yeah. but again, let's say okay, challengers, okay, but the futures. I know that it's not the ATP problem, but the guys who are less than five hundred, less than four hundred, again, it will be yeah. the same problem. So the guy who is two hundred. 80, 50, they're getting in on challengers, they're making points, but the guys who are 400, they cannot make points. So this gap between them will be even more, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the one thing we want to do when trying to push everything more together, not just separate it even further. Again, yeah, it's it's also long discussion. I was very, not angry, <laughs> but I mean, again, it's, as I said, I'm not, not very, very good in this, but I'm just trying to use a logic. And then I've talked to one... Uh, uh, like Mike's coach, and he said, but you know, there is no way then when they will start all together. So it's better to start some after that big, big problem in our life. It it's just better to start somehow. And yeah. then I mean, yeah. it. What I don't like, I mean, personally, again, if you if you use a little bit of humanity inside of you and logic, it's um, they they made. They made Cincinnati instead instead of qualities of Yusuf, you know, 
Yeah, yeah. So they could have made qualities of use open and not making Cincinnati. But but again, I understand. I again understand they uh, just want to make more money, which is actually normal. Yeah. Yeah, but but again, we have to we have to understand that the that the thing is. If they make money, then it will be more challengers in America yeah. or around the world. So again, it's better for us in some case. But yeah, but if yeah. you if you think a little bit, then I mean, I have a lot of friends who are. No. Sorry, I'm here. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that. Could, <laughs> no worries. Uh, could um, the call can uh, go on top of the Zoom? No worries. And yeah, and then that's. That's the thing. So it's it's. I have a lot of friends who are supposed to play qualis, and yep. and he, of course he they all these hundred twenty eight players they wanted to play qualis instead of seeing on the TV Cincinnati Open, right? Yeah. But but as my friend, as my co ex coach said that he said that look how the world live. You remember that when the pandemic starts, everyone, everything was closed. I get, well, let's say in Russia, I don't know how it was in other countries. In Russia, everything get closed except supermarkets and clinics, like hospitals. Yeah. Yeah, the then they start, yeah, then the construction company or something else started to work. So the restaurants were still closed. They're still closed now if you don't have yeah. this open area, open air area. So, and, and so you could see it in a normal world in the world the same thing so the construction company open but another so they can make money and the restaurants business they cannot make money so it's pretty much the same here so they open what they can they open use open to make yeah. this happen that's a brilliant you know? and then they're gonna that's a brilliant real life example i never thought of it like that as well and it's very good that's what my coach like said that. and, and, life, and i started it? to think and i started to think let's say let's and he asked me the question do you think if they will say to you, okay, we are not going to do Grand Slams and ATP before we're not going to be sure that the same week will be Futures, Challengers and ATP. You, what do you choose? It's going to be start in January or maybe you can start in August. This in yeah. September already is this and then in November already exactly. everything. Exactly. And also, and also be, because be, without US Open, without ATPs, Challengers maybe will not happen. So if the ETP now happen, kids build this Washington and the US Open Grand Slams, then the challenges will maybe come sooner. But of course, yeah. there is no doubt that they have to do something with the points because yeah. it's no, 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 not fair at all to anyone. Okay. I mean, who who is not going who is not going to play uh, challengers? Yeah. Who is not going to play Grand Slams main draw? Yeah, speaking speaking of uh, moving away from this uh, bit of a controversial topic but uh, yeah if we move I just wanted to just uh, I saw something in your record which was like really interesting I noticed that you had played two finals in Russia in your career and they both happened to be against the same person which is a friend of the podcast Ilya Marchenko so you played okay. him once <laughs> you played him once in Penza in 2012 sure. which you lost sure. And then you played him later in the same year again in Russia, and then you beat him. So, yeah, yeah, it actually was the, it, it was a year. It was the year uh, when I came to top hundred. It was two thousand twelve, I think, and I, I had a great year with these challengers, and I played this. I didn't play well. Then I started actually in pens. I made this final. Then I won one challenger in Kazakhstan. Stayed the next week. Then I, I was. Good going good and he was also going good and this Panzer challenger was no chance for me like pretty much because he was 
not killing me, but he was, he knew everything what I'm going to do. And, but at the end of the season, this was the last match of the season that we played in this two main challenger in Russia final. I was playing like, just very, like we made it a lot the best match of this at that season. And it was, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it was great. And actually Marchenko was always tough for me to play against him. I think he read the game good. He's not missing a lot. He, you need to know what to do against this guy. I mean, <laughs> that time when, no, 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 really, because sometimes yeah. you just come on court and you say, okay, I'm just going to try to do my, what I can, what I'm usually doing, you know, yeah. but here you need to do some, some, <laughs> some other stuff. It's not that many players like this that you have to think, okay, okay, man, not, not hit that hard, not hit with your forehand that hard. Okay. Make it softer there, relax, uh, rest, uh, not, not rest, like uh, wait a little bit. So yeah, no, these guys he's a good player and a good man as well. We had him on the podcast last month, didn't we, Ben? He's good. Yeah. He's a good laugh. He's a very nice guy. He's yeah, a very yeah. nice guy. Very he's funny guy. We're, we're literally running out of time. We've only got like five minutes left, unfortunately, on this Zoom call before it gets cut off. But we've got a few like quicker okay. questions for you, anyway. Of course, of course. We'll, yeah. just, we'll just start uh, off with like the US Open, obviously. Like, are you going to be playing in that? Are we expecting you to play? I'm, I'm, try, I'm gonna be. Try, I'm gonna try to be fast, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm going. I'm gonna go for sure if I get in in my okay. But I will not lie. It's it's not easy with the money. Of course, after the money that month is in the pandemic and that huge money that I have, so I will have. I will try to use this that opportunity for sure to play, and uh, and why not? Because everyone will play, and uh, yeah, I mean. For sure, again, with this points thing, it's not not that not that great, maybe. But I think they're gonna. They said that they're gonna be challengers in the same week. Okay, so I'm, brilliant. I'm happy about that as well. Oh, nice one. And then another question: what we've been asking all the players is, do you have a particular favorite player to watch on the tour? Someone you just Federer. love watching? <laughs> Federer. No doubt. No, I mean, it, no, honestly, Federer. Not because we played, not because something. Yeah. Federer is just why I like Federer because he can do everything. I mean, Rafa is good. Chokovic, these guys are legends. I don't know, but the Roger, I like how he come on in, coming to the net soft, and he's coming serving, like you know, this uh, surfing. After the surf, he's coming to the net, and uh, he's defending good, and his one hand back backhand technique is even so beautiful, you know. Yeah, so it's just crazy. nice. Yeah, he it's just very very nice to watch. I mean, Djokovic is, I, I mean, it's very good great player but the, it's not easy like it's just when you watch it's just a lot of balls going in and it's not easy <laughs> to make a winner to him and it's not that great to watch it so I would say Federer yeah it's like a brick wall it's always going to come back <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never play against him even though he didn't practice but he's yeah, I, th- I think he's so tough like, to play against this guy yeah I Oh, anyway, yes. perfect. I think we'll leave it there. Thank you so much, Jenny, for coming no, on the guys, podcast. Thank you. Thank it's you very much. Sorry if I was... No, yeah, no, it's been amazing. Honestly, we learned yeah. so much and it's amazing talking to you. You've got great personality. Thank, uh, before, thank I, you, before, before talking to you here, I was a massive fan, but I'm even <laughs> a bigger fan now. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's okay. Thank, hope, thank you, hope, guys. Thank you. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll see you in England sometime. Yeah, I hope so. I love England. I, have, um, I had a coach from England, which from London. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I mean, when I'm in London, I'm, I always meet him. So I, I love England. Great oh, stuff. Brilliant. Well. If we can see you there, maybe one last Wimbledon. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. You take care, man. Thank you, guys. Okay. Cheers. Take care, guys. Brilliant. Be healthy. Be Thank healthy. You. And you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.